All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Absolutely. Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. We are excited for another episode yes, of our podcast. We are. It's going to be a really good conversation. Very excited on who we have. Um, an amazing thought leader in the space of just entrepreneurship and creativity in general. But uh, we're yeah, it's going to be a good combo. It really is. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for a long yes. time. We're your host. My name is Kyle Nelson. This is my good friend and good co-host, Eli Libby. Morning, guys. Well, again, where we are. Yeah. So let's let's say something here real quick about this amazing beverage. Absolutely. Altitude. Why, why don't you let them know a little bit about it, Eli? <laughs> well, this is how we're fueled every morning. This yes. is altitude. Everything latte. It's got everything from um, some some mushrooms, CBD, chaga. It just really brings it brings it to life. Um, we drink it most every morning, I mean, and every we're, day we're, I'm we're fueled. On. So. Yeah, altitudebev.com. Go to it. They're starting to be distributed in stores, hopefully near you. But if not, get a case of this stuff. It mm -hmm. tastes amazing. It's good and healthy for you, and it'll get you moving. Absolutely. Before we get started, we're going to roll that intro, though. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Pros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my great co-host and good friend here, Mr. Eli Lynch. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Excited Beautiful for the episode, man. Today, man. Absolutely. Really Can't excited wait. for this episode. We've got a great yep. Absolutely. Number two, clear, simple Why? images. Amazon seller. The first thing yeah. I'm following about in this article is really looking for that initial print. You need to be thinking about product photography and video production. All right, and we're back. And today's guest is Maria Brito, award-winning art advisor, author, and curator. Maria hosts her own TV series for PBS and has written for publications such as Elle magazine, Huffington Post, and Entrepreneur. Maria, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. Hello, Eli and Kyle. Thank you for having me. I'm so thrilled. Really, I love what you guys do. Thank so you. much fun. Thank you. And everybody, everybody who's listening, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever. Wherever you're listening. Amazing, oh. amazing. Well, uh, <laughs> I think we've got a really cool topic, kind of more of a broad topic, but I think I think our audience is really going to like knowing who they are. So, um, but before we do that, let's learn a little bit more about you, Maria. Tell us about your background, some of these accolades, and we'll dive in from there. Well, look, I um, I'm an art advisor, and what I do, <clears throat> basically, the pillar of my business is that I am the eyes and ears of my clients, the art collectors. So I go. <laughs> to galleries and museums and art fairs and auctions, acquiring or getting information about the art that my clients want to collect. And I tell them the new oh. talents to buy and you know how to diversify assets through art. But in the process, um, I also developed a, a consulting part of my business okay. on the topics of creativity and innovation for companies and uh, for individuals. And here's why. When, um, uh, you know, 13 years ago, I left a miserable career as a corporate attorney mm -hmm. in a big law firm in New York okay. to open this business. And a lot of my clients are CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, and they saw that if I could have done such a transition, could I learn or could I teach people how to also face uncertainties and mm, okay. how to be more creative and innovative at work and uh, how to think like an artist, for example, which is something sure. that is so underrated, honestly, but it is 
mm. one of the most, I think, the, the one of the most important mentalities that people have to incorporate in their lives is how to think like an artist, right? Because they oh, are cool. pioneers, innovators. Mm. Artists are wealthy. It's not the same thing that people mm -hmm. used to think in, you know, the 19, 1800s that artists were starving and things like that. It's a very, very different proposition nowadays so in a nutshell that's what i do that's, that's amazing amazing i that is so cool <clears throat> there's so many like consultants for ceos mm -hmm. and uh, you know all these people that help but it's so cool that you found a niche in art like, it is. is it really we're, is. we're creatives at heart that's what we do we do photo mm -hmm. video every day and so i that's cool that you were able to turn that love for art into that it really is it really is tell us about the uh, the tv series on pbs we that yeah, was mentioned in your, in your intro we'd like to yeah, you know, uh, one of the things also that has driven my business is asking questions, right? And why things aren't happening or why nobody's thinking about this is one right. of the questions that I ask myself all the time. And that's why I kept shifting and pivoting. Okay. And uh, so uh, three years ago or a little more, four years ago, mm -hmm. I started to do a series of videos on Instagram with artists asking them about the topics that they were tackling because artists and art it doesn't really live in a vacuum it's about a reflection of who we are sure. as a society right so okay. the topics that we tackle ranged from you know income gaps in society to race to gender to the new standards of beauty for today right like who says that you have to be a hundred pounds and you know yeah, six yeah. feet tall right like all those things yeah. and and though that had a lot of uh like more than 500,000 people watched those videos. And uh, I got a request from a magazine called Cultured that they have also a website to license them. So I did. Mm. And they got more and more traction. And so a friend of mine who works at PBS was taking a look at those videos. And she said to me, mm. look, I think that you can actually turn this into a TV series because it is so freaking so interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think that since you are already plugged in with these people, mm -hmm. you can, you know, produce it and come up with your own content. Right. And so we'll definitely, I think that this is going to be a fit. And that's what happened. I, uh, you know, I went and I had the meeting with PBS and they loved the idea and they carte blanched it and produced it. And uh, I mean, I wrote it and hosted it and they produced it. And it, it was an incredible experience because, you know, uh, television is a complicated medium and I never thought I had to spend two days filming an episode for something that lasts 20 minutes, you know, but... Mm -hmm. But it was an, an enormous, uh, you know, experience in my life. And I it think it's also the testament of what it is to be creative because you don't sure. ever want to be just circumscribed to one thing. I think that part of the the part of the acumen that an entrepreneur brings to the business and to helping people is the vast array of experiences that you mm -hmm. have in your life 100%. and not just one thing because uh you know the era of the hyper specialist and the 25-year career that doesn't exist anymore mm -hmm. so i mm -hmm. i really if something resonates with me and it builds up my brand and business and also helps me bring value to others i am going to definitely Absolutely. consider it yeah that's cool it's oh, so cool. I so love how, it. So how did you find, like, specifically, I, I, how did you get introduced to kind of a higher caliber, like to CEOs specifically? What was kind of, what were you going after in terms of that? Well, you know, when I decided that 
I, I really never wanted to be an attorney, but it was the mm -hmm. kind of thing that my parents said, this is okay. going to be safe. And yep. I worked for nine years uh, in law firms. And I for a, like a year prior to me quitting that job, I started to think about what, what, what I wanted to do next. Mm -hmm. And I had a passion for the arts and I had been going to galleries in New York and I had okay. been collecting and I had been paying quite close attention to the market. Sure. And sure. I saw and realized that a lot of people, number one, felt very intimidated by the art world because it could mm -hmm. be it could be snob and strange and you know a lot of people had a surf what i call like a surface level knowledge which is they read the wall street journal and they saw that some you know artwork had gotten for a hundred million dollars at christie's yeah. and they saw that that was it right like they, right. they're that there was no place for them to be players totally. in that thing right and the other thing that i realized is that people who do the job that I currently do at that time were highly transactional and they had no intention on warming up those relationships for further things or mm -hmm. that they did also not want to get involved in the production of content. And this is mm -hmm. 13 years ago, right? 13 mm -hmm. years ago, we didn't have Instagram. 13 yep. years ago, we didn't really have YouTube. It was like Facebook, Twitter, and very basic uh, blogging platforms. And so right. I said, well, you know, this is actually ripe and I'm going to go and I'm going to build this business where I'm going to get noticed because I'm going to be educating people through social media, through blogging. I'm going to write up ads. I'm going to figure it out. You know, like, look, yeah. I was an attorney, right? No. And so these little things that seem right now so ordinary at that time were not ordinary. Yeah. And so one thing brought another and another and another, right? Because I figured out, well, I will start writing on my blog and people will come because I'm going to promote and then I'm going to put them on LinkedIn. LinkedIn also existed. So I'm going to put them on LinkedIn. And then somebody from the Huffington Post say, I like what you're doing. And then somebody else, uh, you know, from Entrepreneur says, this is so interesting, right? And then I got this friend who says, you know, uh, Maria, I'm going to introduce you to Gwyneth Paltrow because I think you should be on Goop. And Goop at that time was a once a week newsletter that yeah. was sent out of Gwyneth's kitchen in London. And, mm. you know, I said, of course. And when I met Gwyneth, she was like, I love mm. it. I mean, why only rich people have to collect? You know, I am so mm. intimidated. So <laughs> this, you know, it was like a, a it was a lot of events that if like people may be listening, oh, Marie, I'm sure you're so connected. No, I, I was born and raised in Venezuela. My parents don't know anybody. I yeah, married yeah. I married a guy who doesn't know anybody, mm -hmm. right? And right. I was like, I started doing something that right. was so attractive and unique that totally. people had no Super other cool. you know Very way cool. but like to pay attention mm -hmm. to this. That's amazing. Wow, that's so cool. I love so it. So where most people just out of curiosity, and this can be a, a quick answer, are most people looking at it as the art as the investment, as the rush of purchasing art, maybe at an auction? Like, what is it that, that yeah. you find most people are, are really like diving question, deep, deep into art? Yeah, that's a good I think that people develop a passion for the artist and for the art, and mm -hmm. they live with beauty and what whatever it is individually, right? Because mm -hmm. beauty for me and for you is might be a very different thing. Yep, and right. people have... Um, most people who collect, they have a desire to partake of a larger cultural dialogue, if you know what I mean, sure. right? So 
it's not just art for the sake of art it's, it's art for the sake of what it means and what is yeah. under right and what is on the layer so collecting mm -hmm. art is a little bit like a disease and an addiction because once <laughs> you start and you like it and then you want to get more and you want to get more and as you get to discover new artists and as you get to build a collection that makes sense to you you want to keep mm -hmm. adding things mm -hmm. or shifting things around so that's kind of the short answer is that okay. there there is a desire to be a part and parcel of a cultural dialogue. That's awesome. That is very cool. That's a cool way to look at it. I've never looked at it. Do you collect art? Do you have any art? Any, I have, any, I have some you, art. Have, you have a couple. couple yeah, I have a couple pieces. I, yeah. it, I don't know. I, I just feel like <clears throat> the cool part about art, photography, or any of that, it's like every image created or every painting or piece of sculpture, whatever it is, it speaks to someone's heart differently. Mm -hmm. And you don't know when you see that piece where it's like, hey, that speaks to me Relates in a to whole you, yeah. different way than it might to the person to the next to me and mm -hmm. I, I, cool I love it art's cool that is really I, cool I um <clears throat> in the beginning of the uh, podcast you mentioned think like an artist i kind of like to break down that yeah, and yeah. get get your perspective and then maybe kind of make it a little bit interactive like here that. we're kind of yes. like we get, give our feedback but let's let's hear from you first what do you mean by think like an artist well when i um started doing this and i'm telling you that i i wanted to write and blog and and do mm -hmm. that type of thing uh you know since the art market has so many players including the galleries and the auction houses and you know the curators and the foundations and whatnot and then the most important part really is the artists. So I started building relationships with them because I wanted to know what motivated them to pursue a career as an artist, what motivated yeah. them to create specific yeah. series and artwork. So I interviewed hundreds of them, but I also started working with them in different capacities, like special commissions for my clients and things like that. And what I realized is that not only are artists the best entrepreneurs like you could ever imagine, sure. but also they are not bound by the rules of reality. Okay. And uh, that's why I got into the whole innovation and creativity part of my business. And that's why I wrote my book that's coming up, How Creativity Rules the World, because mm. artists and entrepreneurs share almost every habit and every skill set that you find in a guy like Steve Jobs or Elon yep. Musk is present in an artist the same mm -hmm. exact way, right? And what I was saying before is that artists, there is this myth of the starving artist and the, the artists that I know are seven, eight, 10, you know, like figures, like yeah, they yeah. really keep making money because they figured out how to capitalize on their ideas and how to make those ideas interesting and um, right. hot for people to consume them. And that's pretty much what an entrepreneur does, right? Like you have an idea yep. and you put it out in the world and you build hype or marketing or whatever you want around it, but you're good at what you do and you make people, you know, consume it. So you know, artists it. artists have very nimble operations. They can mm -hmm. shift at any time. They don't have right. to have like all the bureaucracy. You know, they uh, you know they see possibilities. They are curious. They yeah. explore. You know, they explore intersections and margins. And artists teaches that the answers to succeed in finding a breakthrough idea are not obvious, right? Like mm -hmm. if it's like if you're going to find a solution to your problems and, you know, on, on a business level, on a trade magazine, you're really looking in the wrong place. Right. You know totally. what I mean? I totally agree. And and for the audience, um, and you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but our topic today is creativity for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And there, you kind of touched on it in a couple couple spots, but I just wanted to bring that foundation yeah, I think, back. I think that's a, that's a really good, like, in terms it of really creativity is. for entrepreneurship. It's it like, really is. 
if there's anyone really creative out there, it is an entrepreneur because if they have an idea yeah. or a solution to a problem, they're going to figure out a way creatively to bring it to market and get it in front of as many people as possible. I couldn't agree more. And that takes a lot of creativity. It does. <laughs> Especially in like, <clears throat> you know, red ocean markets or whatever. It, yeah. uh, it takes a lot to kind of figure out, you know, how do I, how do I differentiate it myself and how do I change yes. it up? Good point. Um, this week, um, <laughs> great work on. Um, I, I totally agree. I think some of the things that you said, I think entrepreneurs are very nimble. They're crafty. Uh, some of the things you said as well. I think this is a kind of a cool opportunity to bring up one of the Super Bowl ads. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched Super Bowl audience yeah. probably did. that for the crypto ad that went, was out there. It's one of the most viral ads now. I don't, are you, you, fam familiar. you familiar with that, Maria? Did you hear? Yes. You hear about that? Yes. It yes. Was, yes. Yes. It was like Pong where like the thing is like bouncing around the screen. Oh, I did see it that. went for yeah, like 35, yeah. 40 seconds, hit, yeah. but the, it's just a QR code. Yeah. Smart. And <laughs> it got, so, so Red Ocean, like how do you break through that? And I think an, I think an entrepreneur that, you know, created this is creative, very creative to come up with something very simple like that. Well, you know, marketing is one of the most important areas in business that requires mm -hmm. the highest level of creativity or oh. else, you know, it's kind of like really hard to right. do a great job if you don't think, you know, way outside of the lines of what's being created and done every day, right? I mean, yeah. if you really want to differentiate yourself, and it's yeah. not only just marketing, it's the idea of the business itself. Right. I agree. I totally agree. So let's let's dive into just kind of the broadness of the topic creativity mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs. Where do you where do you see that? You know, because I'm sure you know at this point you are connected with a lot of these clients. You have people absolutely that are books coming high, out, high level thinkers. You got your book coming out. Like, what is it about creativity for entrepreneurs? And and like, what is it that you need to focus on in terms of in terms of how to maybe look at your business in a different way and become more creative with it? You know, maybe you're at a plateau. Maybe you're at a Certain mm -hmm. level where you're just like, I can't figure out how to move on forward. Maybe it's just creativity that you need to tap I into. I totally agree. I've always thought that creativity is the answer to those plateaus because a lot of people get really stuck and married to an idea for a yeah. variety of reasons because maybe it was the first idea they had or maybe it was the one that totally. gave them their first successes and, uh, you know, their first wins. But, yeah. you know... When the data tells us that the majority of the business that fail, you know, in the first yeah. years or five years or 10 years is not necessarily because of lack of funding or because of lack of access to capital is usually because the business owners are so rigid that they couldn't shift and pivot yeah. with a creative solution when they found a roadblock or when they started seeing their numbers go down. And instead of like, changing something they just kept doing the same thing but harder yeah. like the hustle the hustle was harder and that was not the solution so creativity mm. is just mm. this is where a lot of people trip up right like creativity is not a god-given talent it's not right. just one yeah. thing it is an amalgamation of different mm -hmm. skills right and as long as we accept that that is the case we're going to be able to move through this this roadblocks and slumps and this you know plateaus faster because it is a combination of for example risk taking autonomy having critical thinking the ability to express empathy because i have no like recollection of a business that doesn't have an empathy feeling because you have to understand what your clients want, what your audience wants, what, you know, so like if you don't have empathy, it's really hard to succeed in a business. Right. And, uh, 
yeah, the ability to, uh, you know, the, the ability to, like your flexibility, right, at any given time is right. those are things that all together form what it is to be creative, mm -hmm. right? And so we use creativity for decision making. We use creativity for big vision plans for small, you know, the way we do things are impregnated every day with creativity, right? Totally. And so what, what we have to do are little habits daily that take us out mm. of business as usual, right? Because the business as usual is great for, you know, contingencies for, to you know, to form, let's say, this is how we do things in this business yeah. and you hand people like a manual, right? And, and that is okay, of course. You need to have processes in place. But once you get into those processes to a level of like sacrosanctity, it's like you're not going to touch that and then you know you're already headed for disaster, right? I guess, I mean, you don't yeah. want to be so strict and rigid yeah. that you cannot innovate. And Absolutely. And sometimes people think that innovation is all this kind of processes and requirements and inventing things that are going totally. to change, right. you know, the technological platform. of No, it's not that. I mean, in innovation means to make new right. and nothing under the you know world is just brand new. It's us. We we upgrade things like I upgraded the art of, you know, the, the, how our art advisors were doing business and why nobody was taking, you know, to social media. The core of the business continues to be the same, but it's how I marketed and how I presented and the blind spots yeah. that I thought that other people were actually missing. And totally. so anybody can be extraordinarily creative if they put mm -hmm. the work and, Absolutely. and they actually start paying attention. Couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. I, back up from what you were saying earlier. Yeah. It's it, being an entrepreneur. I feel so many feel like they're confined to an idea, mm -hmm. and you know whether there's these books that you've read, the courses you may have taken, go to college on business, whatever it is. People think there's a process behind building a business, and sure there is like a very broad one. Yeah. But I think people just get so like like just narrow-minded with it when really you need to have that creativity and like you said some of the greatest entrepreneurs out there they just become more wealthy because they have been able to untap how to become more creative with their messaging and innovation and and really you actually inspired me there's some you had talked yeah. about you know actually you know focus on creativity and it totally inspired me it, uh, i I'll just tell you what was going through my mind. I was like, you know what? I, I wonder what would happen to our business if every day for one hour I blocked on my calendar and it was called creativity hour. And all I did was think about innovation and creativity and like really like tapping into how can we change our messaging and like make it more, you know, stronger and stuff. And uh, yeah, I was going through my mind. My mind was actually starting to move quite a bit when you were just talking about all that. I was like, man, it would elevate because mm -hmm. every business, you know, we all experience plateaus and currently we're kind of experiencing a plateau and it's like, mm -hmm. what if I just really just thought a little bit more creative? Like you said, like less hustle, less trying to sell, less trying to like get in front of the right people and partnerships and push, push, push. Maybe that's not where we need to be. And maybe we need to like think a little bit outside of the box on what other people aren't doing. Anyways, that's where I was, I was really inspired. So that was awesome. <laughs> right. I think that's really cool. Where did your inspiration come from off of inspiration? Is there, is there a piece of, is there, is there something that happened early on before you kind of got things going that was like an inspiration to you, something that lit your fire? 
I get inspiration from everything all the time. You know, I don't let myself just get too comfortable because again, like, you know, that's when I know that there is, this is, is important to start moving in a different direction. I get inspiration from film. I get inspiration mm -hmm. from all the art that I see all the time. I mean, in New York city True. alone, there are 1000 galleries just in New York. Right. I wow. get inspiration. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's a lot of art. I get inspiration from uh you know non-fiction books i get inspiration from fiction books i get inspiration <laughs> from things that my kids tell me mm -hmm, i get right. inspiration from Fortnite. i mean i don't let but anything just like you know we're in this world surrounded by a lot of things that are happening right, right? and so i try to divide my time into consumption and production and so uh, Jeffrey Bezos said something in his last letter to the shareholders when, you know, he stepped down from the CEO yep. of Amazon. He says, create more than you consume. Right. <laughs> and that is kind of like part of like my motto is I'm consuming inspiration, but I'm also trying to create more and uh, whether it is in the form of content, which is yeah. perfectly a part, you know, for you guys doing this podcast is a form Ooh. of content, oh, obviously, totally. and creation, or, a, you know, writing a newsletter, or writing my book, or it is serving my clients in a specific way. Even people who like to cook, I don't like to cook, but, you know, cooking a meal is a form of yeah. creation, right? So totally. balancing those stakes, but mm -hmm. I do, I do, I'm, I'm actually a fairly curious person and I was born with that, but I think that I try to keep it alive because it's actually one of the most important parts of a, a creative person is to keep asking questions. Like I said at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, when something doesn't make sense to me, mm -hmm. I ask questions, right. And, and, and the answers might give me a hint of inspiration, right. right? If I see something beautiful on the street and I have a chance to stop and take a close look to see what it is, whether it is the window of a store or a person wearing a really nice outfit yeah. or a dog who, you know, like oh, I always, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. always try to go and pay attention. And, you know, people also underestimate that all these things are stored on our subconscious somewhere, right? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. it would be really hard if everything would be happening at the same time, because we see a million things and details every day and our conscious mind cannot process that, but right. everything mm -hmm. is somewhere stored in our subconscious. And that is the place where you actually form this connections that are not Amazing. obvious right the yep. things that are not obvious and the only way that those things can happen is that if you're actually looking at everything totally with curiosity you know i mean like one way to look at life is like everything is a miracle and there is another way to say nothing is right i mean mm -hmm. that's up to you as individual to the way that you filter your reality but i try to really find that's a amazing. lot of inspiration in things that you know this type of things love it I'm fine. I'm feeling inspired and creative. Absolutely. How's it going to some white? That's the objective. That, that's, 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 I, I want that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing your book come out and getting a copy. Yeah. I think that yeah. right there is going to be very inspiring. And Absolutely. Yeah. We'd love to read it. Put people in the right, you know, mindset. So. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I think, uh, you know, this is a, project that it took me 13 years to gather all the information because it's all the things that I have done in the business, all the things that I have learned from artists and all the things, all the things that I have learned from entrepreneurs and right. they are all connected through data and research and oh, yeah. studies that 
confirm those points yeah, yeah, yeah. And because i love you know people and business love data and i am in, i love data the only thing is that you know it serves two purposes one is to show us the past and the other one is to confirm a point so i i love when the psychologists and researchers have gathered to analyze people and to see what they have in common in their most creative capabilities so Amazing. you know i think that this book is great for entrepreneurs because it shows them a way to be creative it's highly actionable at the end of each chapter there is you know a series of exercises that you mm. can do anywhere because it's not yeah. really like difficult. And what you said about spending one hour thinking is actually one of yeah. the one of the exercises yeah. that I have in the book because I think that and it doesn't have to be an hour. I think people can start with five minutes and build yeah, from true. there. All it takes. All it takes. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing combo. So Maria, usually we ask our our our, our guests um, if there's one thing that you hope people are inspired by that they take away from this episode. What would yeah. that be? I think people have to embrace and accept that they are already highly creative and mm -hmm. that they can innovate and take their businesses and ideas to the next level. And it just takes a little bit of daily work and honing those habits. It's just not expensive. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. It is about the commitment of small actions every day accumulate right and then they actually bring about results so if you guys embrace that i think you will be in a wonderful place regarding creativity amazing awesome maria where can people find you if they want to stay inspired and kind of follow you and your journey or your services yes of course my website is mariabrito.com that's b-r-i-t-o Dot com and you have links to my social media there, forms to fill out if you want to email me. And, uh, you know, my book is uh, How Creativity Rules the World, published by HarperCollins, and it's sold whenever, you know, and whatever books are sold. So it's, cool. it's out there in, on Amazon, oh, Barnes & Noble, cool. everywhere. I thought you were saying you were currently writing it, so it is out. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. We'll yeah. No, the book is uh, okay. it's uh, it's it's launched on March fifteenth, and um, you know, I hope you guys go and get it because it's really awesome. yeah. filled Pretty with nice. enormous amount of information that can take people to, you know, where they want to get. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank Amazing. you so much for your time, Maria. We were inspired. I'm sure our audience was absolutely. Well. Thank we'll you guys. Then. Thank you so much. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast. Just type in Biz Bros. We'll be there. We will be there. Hit that subscribe button. Listen to extremely inspiring conversations just like this one. And uh, check out our website, bizbros.io. We look forward to talking to you in the next Biz Bros Podcast. See you guys.